Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Pretty good. I'm very satisfied and happy with um, King Lear, and I'll tell you why. Um, you want to hear how we started the company? Was that your, your yes, initial question? Please. Okay, yes. I'd be happy to. Um, I'm a member of the Actors Studio. I'm a lifetime member of the Actors Studio. I met a guy and fell in love with him and before I knew he was an actor and he's a member of the actor studio. His name is Ted Zerkowski. And we both came to New York with the same three books, Edgar Allan Poe, complete works, um, uh, Sir Arthur Conan Doyle, complete works and Shakespeare, the complete works. Um, we were two weirdos that just fell in love with Shakespeare as children and, and, really liked the way he talked like grown-ups around us never talked. He seemed to tell the truth about things and call people liars that we thought was rather startling. He sort of questioned the existence of God, which we thought was really cool. Um, and we wondered why our peers, colleagues, neighbors, friends, um, didn't see Shakespeare the way we did, because we didn't think it was rocket science. We thought it was fun and easy to understand. And it really is. It's too bad that so many Americans buy into that. And we weren't really seeing the kind of shows that we thought would turn people on to Shakespeare. So we thought, well, you know, we got a dollar 40. Let's, we got, we planned our own wedding. How hard can running a Shakespeare company be? So we started Frog and Peach in uh, 1997. Coincidentally, at the theater at St. Clement's, we um, were teaching their uh, vacation Bible school kids uh, Hamlet. And in exchange for that, we performed Hamlet. If you want to see a reluctant audience, try vacation Bible school kids. Uh, they loved it. And people from uptown came and saw it and loved it. And we had some friends at the public and they loved it. So Frog and Peach was born. We started our residency at the West Park Church up on 86th and Amsterdam. And the rest is history. We've had homes. We've been homeless and that's fine. Um, but coming to St. Clement's is the theater at St. Clement's is really a triumph, especially with this unique play about fathers and daughters and sisters and mothers. And oh, it's interesting that so many actors have uh, backgrounds that really feed into this hmm. conflict of you never loved me. Oh, that is, that is, that is a whole three hour special episode edition right there. in <laughs> And yet King Lear runs just about two hours. So. Well, 
And I was going to say to you, the show, people think this idea that they're going to have to sit for four hours. They're never going to be allowed to take a, two hours with a 15 minute intermission. It is not. Why do we think it's going to be so boring and torturous and overwhelming? Why are we so afraid of it? I don't know. I, I don't know. I think people get the wrong teachers maybe in high school. I think a lot of teachers start with Romeo and Juliet, which is maybe not a play to start with because it's difficult to, the, the characters don't sort of leap off the page. And um, I, if I were teaching a high school English class, I would probably start with King Lear or with um, something like King John or Titus Andronicus, lots of blood. Um, there's a lot of blood in in King Lear, a lot of you know, torture and murder and poisoning. We love it. That's, that's oh, fabulous. Well, you have done some really fun things Frog and Peach, you know, a lot of times I feel bad because I have people that I'm lucky enough to have on the show. They put up productions, they produce, they direct, or they star in shows. Mm. And then it comes down to, okay, and buy a ticket on the link. And then people go to buy a ticket and they end up having to mortgage their house to come see good art. Yeah. You guys have taken it upon yourselves to make it as affordable and accessible to all people. Yeah. Can you tell us a little bit about why that was important to you? Um. Again, it goes back to fathers and mothers and love. I was directing shows before I'd ever seen one. Uh, I was, I came from a very conservative, religious, Pentecostal background, and theater was considered dangerous and and bad, and and we were poor too, so we really couldn't. There wasn't much money, and there wasn't much opportunity even in in Seattle, Washington, to go see a show, and to look out on our audience every night and see kids from underserved high schools sitting right next to you know the Riverside Drive lawyer types. It's really quite a thrill, and the way we do that is we keep the ticket prices really, really low, and we feel that everybody deserves a chance to enjoy Shakespeare. And um, that's sort of our source of our missionary zeal. Yes. We want, well, we want to thrill you. Tickets start at only $34.95. Uh, I'm sorry. Tickets start at $20 for seniors and students. Um, and that discount's only available through February 11th. So. There you go. Yes. there. And I was going to and $20 with a student ID, or if you're a theater lover that's 65 and older, they're mm -hmm. only $20. And then if you're looking for the perfect idea on, on, on the 14th for Valentine's Day, you have a special added show just for Valentine's Day in of itself. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the, the the actual hearts are going to be on view on no I'm kidding um, <laughs> it is a pretty <laughs> wear a raincoat if you're in the front row it is a pretty gory show um, and what could be more tender than real love oh, you're a dog owner too yeah me too uh, of course and he always loves to interrupt an interview with his big mouth so so casting this show putting this show on what is your unique spin on this production that's been done all around the world. And, and then tell us a little bit about your King Lear. Um, well, I had the opportunity to work with the fabulous Greg Malady uh, for our Titus Andronicus in 2014. And Titus Andronicus is a heck of a fun show. It is also about power and love and really loving your children and what patriotism means and, uh, what leadership means. And he was wonderful. 
um, sometimes I get flack from the so-called, you know, scholarly types in the audience saying, oh, you cannot have comedy in Titus Andronicus. It's right there on the page. It says so. It's funny. And there are really some funny moments. And Greg just rolls with that. And there's some also really funny things going on in um, King Lear. So I, I, I called him up and he said, I'm available. And I was like, Oh, good. So um, we move forward from that. He's a longtime company member. Um, Amy Francis Quint, who if you adored her as Rosalind and as you like it, you will be terrified of her in King Lear. Um, her kid has come to see the show and she's just fascinated by what mommy is doing on stage. Um, Jonathan Wexler, longtime company member, is on stage as Edmund. He's a charming and versatile actor. He often gets cast outside of Frog and Peach in romantic leads, and he, he should be. But he also is funny and lethal and terrifying. We have the wonderful David Elia. If you don't know this actor, I don't know where you've been, as Gloucester, the um, unfortunate um, advisor to Lear, who meets a rather sticky moment in, in his career in trying to save his, his king. We have the wonderful uh, John L. Payne as Kent, terrific actor. If you don't know John Payne, you, you don't know what you're missing. Um, Camelia Iteregui Fuertes as Regan. We have Callie Lumen as uh, Cordelia. Um, it's just a, a terrific show. One new discovery that you might uh, just flip over is Dasmond Still, who came aboard for our new play series last summer as um, in uh, a new play we're doing called uh, College Fun about sort of a farce set in a DEI office. It's very funny. And he's wonderful as Edgar. Um, it's, it's, it's a thrill a moment ride. And if you've ever had family resentments or sibling rivalry or poor parenting in your life, you, you really, you're in for a doozy of a ride. I think that's pretty much everyone. And um, <laughs> so it's universally themed for yes. sure. Where can people get tickets if they want to reserve their tickets, especially for Valentine's Day or any of the, of the, of the, of the shows? And when do they run till? Uh, we ran through February 18th. Tickets are available on our website, www.frogandpeachtheater.org. Uh, tickets are also available on onthestage.com, which is an excellent ticketing service. It's our first time with them, and they've just been a dream come true. Um, tickets again through the 11th of February are just 20 bucks. For students and students with ID and seniors, cooking class students that don't, don't count, academic students. Okay. Um, uh, that's available through the 11th. And uh, our closing week is uh, February 14th through February 18th. And I can't assure that tickets will be available. So you better go get them because word is spreading really fast about this startlingly wonderful show. Yes. Well, how. How do you keep the doors open all these years? What what is what can how can people besides buying tickets? Are your nonprofit theater organization yes. you fundraise you ask, you donate you have to make a a, a dollar last in, in an organization like this? We are 
extremely frugal. Being raised poor really helps you with some certain skills. You know, what's important? Okay, we can do that. Um, however, this, this year has been especially tough due to some, you know, budget things in the New York City budget. Uh, a lot of small companies are, small to medium company, big companies are awaiting um, funding from certain entities. And it's a real nail biter. If you want suspense, you know, forget Hitchcock, you know, be a nonprofit in New York City. It's, it's exciting. But tax deductible donations are very, very welcome and very much needed. Uh, you can make a donation on our website, www.frogandpeachtheater.org. And you can bet your bottom dollar that every dime of your donation ends up on our stage or helps us keep prices low for kids, you know, kids from the projects, kids that you see on the train, kids that, you know, otherwise would never set foot in a theater. Frog and Peach has turned on thousands of regular New Yorkers onto the pleasures of Shakespeare and theater. And we want to keep doing that. I might also mention some of our other programs, if you don't mind. Uh, Tinkerbell Live is a, a, a fabulous um program, a bilingual interactive family theater uh, that's free. We have gigs coming up in the Fort Washington area in March, which is very exciting. Um, we have um, our new play program, which stars people like Estelle Parsons is coming on board for Verbatim, a new play that we're uh, developing. Um, Austin Pendleton is also a regular of our new play program. And we also have an arts education program that delivers weekly arts classes to formerly homeless New Yorkers uh, suffering from mental illness. We offer eight classes a week. Uh, we serve about 70 people a week. Seven of the classes are for adults, but one class, one class in the Bronx is for their kids. It's a family residence. And, you know, I love kids with a nice Bernays sauce, but these kids are terrific. They're just wonderful. They make puppets and theater sets and all kinds of things. It's just a, a terrific program. But we need more public support. So if you can help us, that would be super. Log on to frogandpeachtheater.org and you'll see your dollar go a long, long way. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. So see, everyone, it's much more than just the shows that you go out and see at night. They're in the, you're in the community. You're making a difference. And you're, you're helping foster the next generation of artists because some of them are going to hook onto this and fall in love and, and, and take this on a lifelong journey of creating. Shakespeare can be a really good friend, a really good, smart friend. If you ask me what today, what the moral of the story of King Lear is, don't trust grownups. Yeah. <laughs> that would be, don't, don't trust them. Get it in writing. Yeah. It's a, it's a terrific show and very modern and very um, disturbing in terms of people who want power and aren't willing to let go of it. Well, it sounds pretty um, timely uh, <laughs> in, in the world and, and in the world and in politics here in the United States and any, anywhere, really. Everything old is uh, is new again in, in yeah. a lot of ways. There's only so many themes and, and they all repeat. So that's why it's so important. Even though the show could have been written hundreds of years ago, you're going to see something in this that is going to make you feel like it's today. 
So how do you pick these shows? What, how do you pick your season? What, what do you already know what's coming down the pike for next year and, and et cetera, the fall? Um, we're in discussions with our board and a few advisors. Um, we have a lot of um, educators in our network from all over the city. Um, Frog and Peach is widely known for our ability to, to do comedy. And we have done comedy for As You Like It, which we did in 2020, late 2022. Um, was supposed to go up April 2020. So we had one last rehearsal in mid-March, just when everything was shutting down. I got to hear act one and that was it. There were many tears all around. Um, it was a, it was a sad time, but, um, I don't know. What do you think? She should go with a comedy, go with the tragedy. You got to come see this cast and you say, oh, I can see Jasmine in that role. Oh, I can see. Oh, you should do. Mm, yeah. I'm, I'm open to suggestions. Oh, well, I think then we have to all head on down. We have to go check it out. You, you got to be part of the puzzle, man. You got to be part of the team. We got to check us out. You tell me what I'm going to do next year. Okay, deal. Yeah, that's fair. You know, as a, you're a member of, as you said, the actor studio. So you've been studying this work and this art for for your life. It's a lifelong mission and, and love. And um, I, for me, you know, I came into theater very in a roundabout way. I was a school teacher, and then I I, w I went to Juilliard Prep. I got scared after a bad audition. I became a school teacher, and then at 32, I went to acting school. And you're you're a you're an actor studio. I went to a Meisner's conservatory and we had to do classical work and as an actor I was so terrified of the language I think we're so afraid of the language mm -hmm. but behavior and these stories are universal so to anyone out there just one last reassurance for the people out there who are the, I'm not going to understand it it's going to be so hard I'm going to fall asleep the things that you hear all of the time what do you all do to make this entertaining what do you do that no matter if you're 15 and 16 years old or if you're 86 years old you're going to walk out of here and know the story and and get what was going on on stage i'd, I'd love to um oops what did that where did that come from i don't know what that is um shakespeare's language i i hate to tell you this because the editors and the scholars and everything want to keep it mysterious and and difficult to understand that's, I'm sorry, that's, to borrow a phrase, that's malarkey. The language is really in, easy to understand if the people doing it understand it and if it's crafted in the in the right way for modern audiences. Because between you and me, Robert, um, Shakespeare's time didn't have any intermissions. So there's a lot of repetition because people would wander out, get a piece of fruit, come back. People would go out, go to the bathroom, come back. So it's like, why is the Super Bowl so long? It's because they keep replaying the previous day. Okay. We get rid of that. We we take out the repetitions. We we take out the kind of language that even scholars don't agree on today. Because why take people out of the out of the situation that's so urgent and desperate and and exciting? Um You'll understand it. It's very easy to understand when in the in the right hands. So. Ooh, I'm excited. Okay, so King Lear is playing. You have you only have a, like a, a couple of weekends left. So yeah. You can get your yeah. tickets and grab your tickets. If you have a person, partner, and a, a date on the 14th or 
If you want to take yourself on a date on the 14th, then you can grab a ticket for a special Valentine's production. You will laugh your butt off. You will feel excited. You will be appalled at human behavior that takes place on stage. And you can go out with your date and share some true things about how you were brought up and what might have been done differently. Oh, I love that. Some good communication builds good relationships for sure. You know, you've had, you've been in yours for a moment. <laughs> Survivor. That's right. Uh, congratulations. Thank you for bringing this work and this art to New York and to people who necessarily won't, wouldn't be able to see it or afford it or be able to have access to it. You are doing, you know, the good work. I appreciate that. Thank you, Robert. Thank you so much for speaking with me today. And I hope everybody comes out to see the Frog and Peach Theater Company's King Lear. Ah, yes. Go get your tickets right now. <laughs> Woo! Spooky and creepy and blood in the front row. Hmm. I'm sure you've had some Valentine's Day dates that ended in disaster. Hopefully not blood. <laughs> disaster but this year you could have a good one so go check out king lear and we we love to support you know this show i made it very clear from the very beginning when i had this idea that this was not just for the tony winners and the grammy winners and the superstars this show is a show about art and artists and we keep the gossip away we keep the uh we keep the hierarchy of art and structure away we want to have this show be accessible to anyone who has a project out as someone who has self-funded and created their own art via albums, via concerts, via this show. I know that you need as much help and support as you can. So you being here and listening and then spreading the word and also spreading your dollar and buying tickets is what helps keep these artists alive and keep their projects alive. Because you know, if you're running a nonprofit Shakespeare theater in New York City in the most expensive city in the world, you're gonna need all the support you can get. So make sure you can support if you can, or even just be listening to this show is helpful and supporting because we spread the word, it gets the algorithms up and then more people discover the show. And I appreciate you all for being here. So thank you for listening to us on the Broadway Podcast Network. We are here every day with the Broadway Podcast Network. And if you're watching us on the virtual talk show on YouTube, make sure you subscribe, click the link, get notified. We have new episodes that go up every single day. And then we're live on Thursday nights at 7 o'clock Eastern, 4 o'clock Pacific, always with a brand new episode of The Roundtable where I talk about my day in my life. Woo, my day in my life and have some amazing guests. Um, if you want to know more about me, go to robertbannon.com. You can find out about me, my concerts. Uh, my next sh big show in New York City is at Pride at 54 Below, robertbannon.com. Follow me at Robert M. Bannon. And of course, download and join the Broadway Podcast Network wherever you listen to your podcast. So if you're at the gym, driving in your car, on the bus, in the subway, at the supermarket, um, ignoring your family, whatever you'd like to do on your time off, we hope you can stop by and join us. We are usually a good old fun, messy, good time. There's always, there's always more good than there's bad and there's more love than there's hate and the best is always still yet to come. I appreciate you all so much for being here and I look forward to seeing you next time here on The Roundtable. Goodbye, everybody.
Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E dot org because only together we rise.